All right, we are live on Facebook. What's up, Facebook? What's up, everyone? All the people here, holy moly mackerel. All right, guys. Oh, look, it's much better. Last time we were on, on Facebook, we didn't even see, yeah, we were also sideways and we didn't even see Kristen. Thankfully on uh, Insta, we, uh, we had a good, wow, lots of people are joining. Um, we had a good turnout. So welcome to Paired Talk. I wanted to hear everybody say, hi, Sarah. Hi, guys. Wow. Just... Welcome to Parent Talk. This is episode two, friends. And episode one was kind of a shot in the dark. And it turned out that a lot of people really liked what we did. Um, and so literally after the first episode, we all stood up and we looked at each other and we we're like, yeah, that's a thing now. That was so a therapy session. That was like <laughs> equal, was yeah, equal parts talking about relatable issues, but then also just laughing and having a good time because of relatable issues. Yeah, so yep. remember that on Facebook, you can actually comment. We can bring those comments up on the screen. Uh, we are actually a podcast as well, too. So this will be the audio Sorry. The audio is ripped right off of this. We spruce it up. We put it on podcast form. So if you're watching, you remember some stuff that you liked, you can actually go and listen to it over on Spotify under Parent Talk. We're on Apple Podcasts as well under Parent Talk. We're on Anchor under Parent Talk. You can't tell I've done this before. Yeah, we're a little bit. All over the place right now. Um, and yeah, we're excited to get started. The format of the show is we've got... Tanya Morris and Kristen Thompson here. They are influencers on uh, a lot of places. I used to just say Instagram, but now it's TikTok and Facebook and YouTube, YouTube and Snapchat's not really a thing anymore. For, I, I don't want to say it's not really a thing, but for it my is a thing, demographic. It is, but it's not a thing for me. <laughs> I can only juggle so much. Uh, we have a really important question. We're already off. Suzanne wants to know what type of wine we're drinking. Uh, oh, shit. <laughs> well, thanks, Suzanne. Wasn't supposed to reveal. Uh, we are tonight, you know what? Maybe we do wine of the episode. Ooh. And tonight's wine is from a uh, winery I belong to in Sonoma Valley. That's in California. Bougie. Uh, and it is a it is the Sonoma Valley Reserve Cabernet Sauvignon Cabernet Sauvignon 2018. <laughs> Susan, Susan, did you get that? It's real good. Susan, write that down for us. I didn't even know, though, that it was uh, Kristen's first time back in the drinking world. Hi, so Krista. I'm, so I'm thankful that we were able yeah. to do something nice. First glass of wine since November last year. Holy really... moly. It's going down Victoria. smooth. Victoria. <laughs> it, yeah, it's going out real smooth. a while. That's a good thing. And because a nice break every once in a while is a good thing. When you're pregnant, you know, you I mean, I guess I'll stop drinking if I'm pregnant. All in moderation, I'm everyone. I've been five weeks postpartum. I'm surprised I haven't cracked the bottle already. <laughs> or hooked up the IV. Your hunter says, I've been there for wine tasting. It's a beautiful place. Hey, who said that? Your, is that I'm saying your name right? Make sure you, uh, your hunter. Your hunter. That's awesome. We loved it. And honestly, one of the reasons I loved Ledson, and then we'll get into the actual show, is because not only do they have really great wine, but they also serve very good food. And uh, it was it was awesome. If you haven't been to Sonoma Valley and can get out there, it's amazing. So good. Anyway, let's get started. So the format, like I was saying, is we have these wonderful human beings here uh, their communities have asked questions around parenting and relationships, and we talk about it. Um, my name is Garrett. I'm going to introduce myself to everybody in the community. I am an early childhood school founder. Um, I've been in early childhood education and parenting and all of that for almost 24 years now. If you follow his account, um, he has really good parenting tips. I, I mean, I think everyone can learn from your account. I really, mm -hmm. I mean, your your reels are doing really good. Every day he does one every single day, which Consistent, <laughs> congratulations. Yeah. I know. I can barely keep up. I would I share them because I'm like, they directly relate to me. Aww, <laughs> yeah. yeah. I appreciate that. But honestly, um, you know, initially it just started out as an idea. And now I think, you know, with, with you guys being parents and parents at my schools and um, us kind of all going through this parenting together, 
uh, it's a good idea for all of us to open up the channel and just try to yeah. provide as much advice as we can, but then more so, this is a conversation. So we wanna make sure that you guys are you know, chiming in as much as you can. Yeah, and, so leave questions, comments. Yep. I actually have, I'm using uh, Garrett's phone to check the out. iPhone my, my 14 phone. Pro Max. Uh, I don't know, okay. I, I, look, I don't wanna brag. But. Is, this, is, it, is it the Pro Max? Oh, look, this, you got this the, is the you got the big boy. Oh, the Pro, sorry. I got, I got the big boy. Yeah. You got the Max. You can get out of here. I don't know what they call them anymore. No, this, this is nice, though. The Pro um, Max Flex. Right, we're drinking Cab. It's a really good Cab um, for from Sonoma, you said? Yes, it's from yeah. Ledson Winer. Are we doing a wine show? Yes. <laughs> it's a wonderful... Welcome to the wine show. Yeah, yes. Drink their wine. Yeah. Um, okay, so let's dive in. Yeah. Please leave your comments and questions below. Um, one of the questions I had is, I mean, we, we t talked about it a little bit last time about like, how do you keep the spark alive in your relationship when you're dealing with kids? Um, and hard. honestly, it's really hard. I feel like, again, I said this before on Instagram, you just see the cute photos and the happy times, but like, it's hard. I feel like at least for Carl and I, like sometimes we're like, oh, Intimacy is great, the sparks there, and then we get hit with like sicknesses of daycare, and then work overload, and then he got new people on his team for work, and like we're all just like in the last two weeks, I feel like I've talked to him four times. I can relate to that. It's like hi, how how was your night, honey? Okay, it's good night. Like, passing in the night, and you're literally like good night. Like I'm too tired, and it's it's really hard. So I, let me ask you this: Who stays up later? Carl. Yeah, I'm not the, it's me that goes to bed early and Kristen that stays Like, because Zach and I go to bed at the same time. Oh, see, that's smart. You know that? Is that, that purposeful? Do you guys like, all right, we're going to bed now. I mean, there's times where we go and stop, because he, he like, he reads before bed, like, like, he'll read all the news, and I don't like to read the news, but he, like, all the articles, and he's reading on things, and, and I'm like, hey, it's time to go to bed. I'm like, I'm tired. He goes, okay, do not go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's like, I don't talked about last time you have to put something on the calendar you have to like I, again i know people who actually schedule sexy time and that's a thing and it's just so hard and you know i always we talked i talk about the car i'm like do you think something's wrong he's like tanya we're just not 26 years old anymore he's like we got full-time jobs he's like you have literally two jobs he's like we're mom and dad we have two kids and we're trying to run a household now he's like we're not just living in miami in an apartment just like you know and he's not golfing every day it's just like Things change. Oh, for and sure. And I feel like sometimes it's really hard for me to accept that, like, not that I don't like the life we live, but I still want... Different. I want to feel that spark, and then, like, we have a date night, and I was like, this is why I like you. <laughs> you know, we had that one-on-one -on -one time, and just... It, it's, But it's hard. I don't know. I just, the one thing that I, hard. like, remember marriaging advice that someone... I keep taking your phone. Stop dating your spouse. Right. You don't get comfortable. Continue to but do But you things. do. Yeah, but... Try not to. Yeah. Do, things, send to like, do whatever you have to do to kind of keep that spark alive. That is really great advice. And, and it's funny that we're talking about this because honestly, even today, my life is getting more increasingly crazy every day just in the schedule. Right. And <laughs> I drop, or no, I was heading to go take uh, my oldest, Sophia, to cross-country practice knowing that Kristen was like almost home. And we literally pass each other in the oh, traffic yeah. circle and we both slow down and she rolls down her window and just blows me a kiss. Like, like, There's my wife. I know. Bye. And gone. I know. Yeah. I'll see you tonight at 10. Bye. Right. No, it's <laughs> hard. Somebody yeah. said, um, you go lock the door and tell them you're talking to Santa. Oh boy. <laughs> They'll leave you alone. How, yeah, that's, that's okay. Let's Alex get, is here. What's up, Alex? Tierra. Um, you're Hunter again. He said, he said, he put God first. his drink, Tanya's wine. And kids. And I actually really agree with putting your spouse first before your children. I know this is like a whole debate and I've seen this so many times online and I just like scroll through the comments because I'm very interested on people on what they say about this on how like, okay. I, I do believe you put your spouse. I, I thought you put your, yourself first, then your spouse, then your kids. I like that. And, and I'm not, I'm not talking about like, or, like you know, golfers, yeah. whatever. I'm like, because that's obviously for people who that's, that's fine. You feel that way. Like, I think for me, 
I think I really relate with, I, I learned this is like, I have to put me first yeah. because I can't pour from an empty cup. Yeah, and if I'm not happy, I can't, I can't like then pour thing like time and energy into Carl and then pour time and energy into our children. Amen. Do you know what I mean? Like, I feel oh, like yeah. it's, and people are like, no, you should always put your kids first. It's like, no, you need to put yourself first. Well, and that goes hand in hand with mom guilt. You have to do things and you'll get to take care of yourself. You'll the shit out of yourself. Like even for going to the gym and like, I'm like, okay, I'm going to go to the gym and I have to make it in the morning and I schedule. I mean, you got me started in the gym, you know? And it's like, yeah, you did. <laughs> I mean, honestly, even coming here, I was like, I fed Leah because she's only five weeks old for those that don't know. And I put her down and I look at my husband and I'm like, you good? You good? Like, I felt guilty leaving her. Yeah, yeah, I'm like, yeah, if yeah. she wakes up, I'm the food. What's the food? Right. You have some useless nipples. Like, I'm the one that's eating. <laughs> so, like, that's yeah, a it's really it's it's so hard like you do give yourself mom guilt and like this is kind of like in the same topic kind of off topic i was at physical therapy today and there's a lot of people working out or doing the thing and some lady was in there and god forbid she's watching this but whatever um she was talking about how her husband like always puts the baby down and then gets the kids up in the morning because she's doing x y and d and the guy physical therapist was like Wait, he does all that? And I'm sitting there like doing matches like, with this stupid ball. I'm like, I'm like just oh I could like not roll my eyes in the back of my head far enough. And I was like, again, like I always praise Carl because he's a good partner, not just because I'm like oh, a babysitter. I, I, yeah, I'm not like thinking mm. babysitting our kids. I, I'm always like, thank you for being a good teammate. And he always thanks me for being a good teammate because we do that for each other. Right. But I'm not like the guy was like, Oh, he set the bar really high. To so put your children to bed? No. I was so, you know how hard it was for me about my tongue? And I'm like, finally, I'm 36, and I'm like, I just need to bite my tongue. One of the other, I great, just need to bite my tongue. One of the other great piece of advice that I was given once was marriage is not 50-50. It's never going to be equal right. parts. Right, never, never. You're going to be 20% one day, and your partner's going to be 80, and vice versa. Um, you just yeah, you, you pick up the slack That's actually really for great somebody advice. else. Mm-hmm. I'm just so for you to think it's 50-50, it's... It's not. It's not, and there's days that, you know, and this is something that I personally, I love the honesty that we bring to this show, but this is something I personally struggle with in the, in the, and guys, I don't care what we say. We're super sensitive. You know, we have needs in a relationship. Oh, 100%. And you guys need to communicate that. Yes. Because you don't very well. I'm just saying, like, in general. That's... Well, maybe in Carl's place. Zach's the communicator in our relationship. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm the we, we are opposite. Yeah. We are opposite. We talk about it all the time. Because yeah. he always gives me the point of view of, like, what Carl's feeling. Mm. And then I get with the point of view of what, like, Zach's feeling. Yeah. Like, we always, yeah. We're I'm definitely the communicator and definitely, like, the feelings person. And Chris uh, was raised with a long line of, like, strong female entrepreneurs. Right. And so she's like third in line of these extremely talented entrepreneurs. 100%. And that's been her like focus. It's in her blood. But what I will say is, is at first, you know, at first there was like the passionate love that we were talking about earlier with, with the spark. And then there was a lot of fighting because we were very opposite people. Because there's very, there's passion there though. Yeah. And then we finally got to a place now where we're like, Oh, like me and you in the middle is like super strong. Like, <laughs> like yeah, yeah, yeah. that's yeah. where we can learn from each other. And the moment we started saying, Oh, I can learn from you in every aspect of life and how you face it. Like when something comes at Kristen, she's immediately rational and like immediately that's like cool. plan based. And I'm just yeah. like, that's how I am. Yeah. And he's like, it's okay. We will handle it. And I'm just like, I'm not happy right now. <laughs> and then he's like, X, Y, Z, X, Y, Z. You know, like, yeah. what are going to do? Yeah, and Kristen always makes fun of me because, um, you know, I'll, like, stub my toe. or And I'll be like, ah! And she's like, oh, really? Uh, oh, that's cute. Oh, that's cute. She's like, it's a little dramatic, Garrett. I was like, uh, we had sick kids this week, and Quinn was up in the middle of the night. And Zach in the morning's like, I was up two times last night. And I'm like, oh, where are you? <laughs> night up out of three years we, we've had that but then again he was like no i was like you know what but you are tired because you have woken up right and, so, and, and like but it, we automatically want to be like 
I want up you. Like, you know, so that's also something Carl and I are working yeah. on. But I have to recognize that, like, he wakes up with them in the morning. Doesn't matter if they wake up at five or whatever time and then takes him to school and he's picking up the laundry and the cooking and, you know. I like, mean, yeah, it's not 50 50. <laughs> yeah, and honestly, dads out there, uh, step it up. Like, this is the day and age now, and I'll just say it where, you know, what I would say is the relationship towards each other isn't 50 50, but if it's not 50 50 in your house when it comes to, and I, again, Kristen gets on, I'm like not innocent of this at all. I'm very guilty in the sense of like, Kristen knows that I get very like one, I'm so mission driven, like, with my businesses, with everything that like, I'll get into a zone and it'll ebb and flow. And we've kind of talked about this and entrepreneurship. It's like, you get really motivated, but then you get kind of down and then you get really <laughs> motivated and then you get really kind of down. <laughs> I love because I'm like, I'm not doing this shit anymore. Yeah, it's, it's hard, but when I'm in the zone, I'm in the zone. And <laughs> Kristen is great about and getting even better through like therapy and being able to talk with each other is like getting super good at like saying hey like you're way too focused right now like you need to be present yeah, with me yeah, at home yeah we just had this talk the well, other night because you guys are both entrepreneurs yeah. too yeah well i think everybody works equally hard i think that's where but yeah I, yes and no at the same time i feel like carl does work very hard but sometimes like i get almost i don't want to say jealous but i'm always like he knows he's getting paid every two weeks I have to find a company who's interested in me that I'm interested in. We have something together that we can bring to my audience. Mm -hmm. And for me to have to do that and really like, that is so stressful. Right. And the game has changed. I've been doing this for almost 10 years now. Meanwhile, staying relevant on your account. And that's a whole nother thing. Putting so that's, on that's just like more pressure in our relationship because again, like I think a few times, like he's also been like, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing today? Like, you know what I mean? And I've been like, him, like, oh, you start your computer and talk all day. And let's be nice, you know? Because then we get, like, upset and we're, like, fighting. And it's just like, wait, we both work equally hard at, at, at different things. Yeah. But I do feel like as an entrepreneur, you have this sense of responsibility, not only for other people's jobs, you know what I mean? And, like, their income, but also, like, you have to make sure you are running – it's, it's just a whole, it's just... Well, with that said, you still have to be present. So maybe just taking the time to, when you come home that first hour, the phone goes down, you don't look at it, you're in the moment, regardless of what's popping up. That's you're with so your kids, hard. you're with your wife. That's the, you know what, like, the phone game changed everything because it used to be like, well, TV was always there, but now TV's right here. Yeah, no, so I, think the, I think phones have, like, even, like, the TV in the bedroom bugs the shit out of me. I mean, I got a big old TV. I hate it. Like, and you know why? It. Because, like, I mean, we watch our shows, but I feel like when you don't have a TV, and this this might correlate with, like, keeping the spark alive. Because if you're not watching TV, you're actually communicating with your spouse or you're being intimate with your spouse versus, like, just glued to the TV or glued to your phones. And I feel like that has taken a sense of connection away from relationships with like stuff I don't know. your hunter said i have an appropriate song suggestion for this subject <laughs> what is it we'd love to hear anyway oh you oh. just clicked out of oh i did you're right <laughs> i'm so used to doing that anyway anyway so, let's move on to uh if you guys still have access to the questions let's do a parenting question and i i actually am going to be submitting this one on behalf of myself okay okay so for those that don't know i have a three and a half year old son and then a daughter who's almost two um and at home i feel like we're struggling a lot with um when quinn's playing with something trey will be doing something totally different and he sees her playing with it and he beelines it over to her and takes it away from her <laughs> she's no, hitting him he's hitting her so we talk about sharing and then if we can't come to an agreement on sharing, I just take the toy away. Mm. But then that you just punishes. Punishes. That could just throw the backyard. That punishes. But that punishes Quinn if yeah. you do anything wrong. Mm -hmm. That's just, I don't know yeah. how the best way to manage that situation. I don't know if. Um, let me. So. Yeah, I'm gonna let you handle this one. Yeah, that's so funny. So. It happens in my house. Oh, well, yeah, I have no idea. Cool too. 
And I know this, again, when I give advice and things like that around parenting, it, I, I very much understand the actual context of being at home and like all of the different things that can happen there. What I would say is, is in any type of situation like that, where you're noticing it, it's repeated over and over and over again, it's, and I said this last episode, it's all about action and all about like you showing up in a calm way, but with your action showing that that's not okay. And I guess an example of that is, let's say that happens again, your son Trey goes up to your little and uh, tries to take the toy away from Quinn. You simply give the toy to Quinn. You look at Quinn and you address her and you say, I'm so sorry, right in front of Trey. I'm so sorry Trey took your your uh, toy. How does that make you feel? Well, it makes me feel sad. And if she doesn't tell you, that probably makes you feel sad, right? Yeah. Yes. Oh, I'm so, so sorry. Totally ignoring Trey yeah, at that moment. Just... Absolutely. I'm so sorry. And then if he's doing that, you kindly grab his hand. You walk him gently. If he throws his body on the floor, you simply pick him I up. I think it's just on the bottom of the floor. <laughs> yeah. You simply pick him up or you have Zach pick him up. No words. Walk him right up to his room and just sit him down and say, I see that you're upset right now. When you're, when you're calm and ready, you can come on down. We can talk about what just happened. And the, and, and the biggest thing about any parenting issue that's going on at home is consistency. Mm -hmm. And if you're willing to, I promise you parents, I promise you parents <laughs> out there that if you're willing to be consistent for even three straight days of, you know, looking at a behavior like that and addressing it with action, no emotion and just simple calm um, everything, uh, tone, everything, and, and do the action over and over again. You do it, Trey comes running out, you simply take him, you walk him back in the room. I see that you're still upset when you're ready and come down. Uh, we're ha I'm happy to talk about this issue. So the biggest thing in behavior in general is ensuring that you as the adult recognize that you're an adult. You don't need to be having arguments with a two, three, four, five-year-old. Like, we have wisdom. We know that in the scheme of things, we were probably, for lack of a better term, all little assholes ourselves. So, you know, knowing that it, it's, it's all about repetition of like, if you show them that you're angry, that also ramps up the behavior. Yeah, I'm doing it all wrong. <laughs> all wrong. There's no wrong look. Parenting is a journey. To, like, you have to practice it to get used to it as well. But it has worked with the whole taking them in the room and not really saying mm. a lot. Yeah, I've because we, we've been doing that with Xavier. Instead of reacting, we used to take him up there and react. But now, like, we used to take him up like, you know, that's not nice. Blah, blah, blah. Now we just take him up and we, we close the door and we let him sit in there for five to ten minutes. He cries for five and then he sits there and just sits in his bed. And then he screams at the door, Mama! Dada! And then, like, we go up and, like, are you ready to come downstairs? And he comes downstairs, and he'll actually say, I'm sorry to sissy himself without us even telling him to. And then we'll just carry on. That's big. Excuse yeah. me. So that's, that's, that's really helped. Typically do, like, the, okay, you're going to timeout, and then that, that. We were doing Never. that. That doesn't work well. for us. We have to do the whole don't talk bedroom. Like, yeah. Since you said that last week, we tried it, and then I even told Carl, I came home, he's like, so what did you learn? Yeah, <laughs> and I know. And I told him, and he was like, Noted. Got it. It's, 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 you know, there's so many people out there that like have books about parenting and all of that stuff. And honestly, just from a guy that's, you know, worked with kids for a very long time, it's actually way simpler than that. And in fact, one of our, uh, our viewers, I can't remember the name asked, uh, does it matter the age of the kiddo and how oh, you yeah, respond that to was, them. Uh, yeah. So how you respond to them depending on the age. And it does. For a child in between the ages of, let's say, two and six, your response can be just as I said, because they're more attuned to your reactions, your emotional state, your face, your tone, than they are your words. As a child gets older, they have the ability, their cognitive function starts to increase and they have the ability to understand more. So. The only difference that doesn't change is, again, I'm going to use a nerdy educator term, but self-regulation. So 
regulating your emotions, meaning it's a, it's a fancy word of saying calm down and get your kiddos in a place where they can calm down. Mm-hmm. One of the uh, former parents of uh, Creative Gardens, Nina, a good, uh, good human being in general, uh, had some, a series of stories up on our Instagram where she had made these kind of calming stations, or it was actually one large calming station in their house, and it had items for both of her daughters and herself. So for her, it was like books and uh, um, essential oils and things like that that help her. And for her kids, it was items that they chose that also helped them calm down. So hmm. modeling as the parent, you know, it's important for us to take care of our emotional state, especially when things can be reactive. And that was one of her things was like she was struggling with being reactive and so responding with, you know, getting everybody on board with you've got to get control of yourself just like I have to get control of myself. So what I would say is you can have more, you can have deeper conversations with older kids about what's right, going on, understand. but your actions at a young age is what's going to speak everything. Because again, kids will very much respond and understand the boundaries that you put up and the boundaries have to be put up consistently because kids will always try to find an angle but that's we're parents. Okay, we're, and consistently by both parents too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And if you can't, oh, yeah, you gotta, gotta be on the same page. Gotta be like. <laughs> if you're not checking in on that stuff, and literally again, today, I, I, he, Xavier's eating dinner and his diaper looks bad. So I was like, let me open your diaper, like in the back, and then because I was checking to see his boobs, and he's like, no, mama, no, mama, and I, I, and and Carl's doing something. I'm like, I'm like, well, I'm like, like. Tell him to let me check his diaper. And then Carl's like, can you let mommy check your diaper, please? He goes, okay. I'm like, you oh, little shit. <laughs> well, that's, and it's very much like that. Then you gotta be, I'm always like, look at him. I'm like, come on. You gotta, like, we, got, we always are trying to be, be in my corner. Yeah, yeah, we're always trying to, like, if, if he's trying to tell Xavier something and he's not listening, I'm like, hey, you need to listen to daddy. You need to be nice. Listen to what he's saying. It's, because I feel like it's very important for us to be on the same page. Because mm-hmm. my parents were never on the same page a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, and my dad would tell me yes. I could I could have murdered somebody, and my dad would have been like, it's fine. Oh, I would I would go to my parent and ask a question. If I didn't like the answer, I'd go to the next one. My dad, you know, I'd always tell my mom first, and then my dad was like, go ask your mom. And then I'd be like, well, she told me to go ask you, but actually she said no. Yep. So then I'd be like, well, she said to ask you, and dad says yes. We had a question. Is it safe to ignore bad behavior, or should they always be addressed? Is it safe to ignore bad behavior? Hmm. I think it's natural consequences in that sense. So let's say I always like to give like scenarios because that's more relatable is like, let's say you're all sitting down on the couch watching TV, your kiddo starts walking over to uh, your other kiddo and starts pummeling them. That's a situation where you need that to stop. Intervene. Right? So that's a situation where your actions will speak everything. <laughs> your, act- <laughs> your actions speak everything. We're watching Bravo. So yeah, exactly. Can you imagine like blood? Can you be quiet, please? Yeah. Softer punches, softer punches. Um, no, what I would say is if somebody's in danger, obviously you want to intervene with action, not words. Um, but when it comes to like your everyday behaviors that, you know, just drive you crazy, I would say it's more beneficial to ignore that behavior because the moment you respond, again, this is not like things like that I'm making up. When Xavier was biting a lot, we gave, remember how we, the, the teachers gave too much attention at school and then we did too? And then when we stopped giving him attention when he did it, he never bit again. Yep. It's a cause and effect. Kids are really big into cause and effect at that age. He's like, oh, if I bite, I'm going to get right. more attention from the teachers. Or and from my and what do they know? All they know in their brains is I have teeth. When I go like this, somebody goes, ow. And that's interesting, you know, like. And then someone else comes and spends time with me. That's exactly right. Someone, someone feel exactly. One on one time. Yeah. And there's some, there's down, your brow is down when you're talking. Yeah. I mean, you know, that's a very developmental thing too, biting by the way. And, uh, and parents struggle with that as well too, because if you send your kiddo to school, um, you're definitely going to be in a situation where, yeah, every once in a while my life keeps. I never thought, I mean. I'm just going to be honest. Like, as a parent, I'm like, my kid won't bite anyone. I mean, My kids look. are savages. <laughs> 
the reality is biting is actually a, de a developmental <laughs> a developmental norm so, no it is but yeah. I, like, I, I was like and then we got the message i was like i was like damn it and, we, and thank god it was it was branded because i was oh i text alex i was like wait did you just get a message from the school saying your kid got bit because because my kid bit somebody and she's like yeah i was like okay so xavier bit branded i was like i'm really sorry <laughs> And luckily, it always say in our group because our our five little babies are like BFFs. But I was yeah. always like, "Oh my gosh! Like, did he just bite some random kid? I'm gonna have some parents so mad at me." But luckily, it's always been well. And I understand. I think I think meeting a parent, awesome. especially obviously, I work with a, a lot of families, and and biting happens. Um, I try to take it from being empathetic, understanding as a parent that even though I know it's developmentally normal. It's still your kid getting bit or your child biting, and that. Oh, it's, it's upsetting. Yeah. yeah, I had someone tell me once that if their kid bit them, they would bite them back, and I'm like, is that <laughs> so? That I don't agree with that. I don't agree with it either. I started crying when Xavier did it to me. Like I, I, I yelled and like, like I screamed, like I was like, upset. And then I was more of a sleeper, like, <laughs> like. You know, go to sleep. <laughs> anyway. anyway. <laughs> I don't necessarily fight, but love burns. For sure. I'm kidding. No, I literally just, like, screamed. And I started crying. Aww. I did it so well across, like, shit, are you okay? Because <laughs> I was going to You're like, and see. Thank you very much. <laughs> That's so I'm funny. I'm sorry laughing so hard, but literally Carl was like, I was really impressed with Daddy because I thought you were really hurt. I'm like, no, I was just really like, um. He's like, that was kind of scary. How good you could do. All right, next time you cry in front of me, I'm gonna be like, are those real? <laughs> <laughs> I know your secret now. <laughs> but when like, I did, oh my that, god, is sick. He literally yeah, never bit me again. Well, that's good. That's actually really good. And because like, he started crying and then ran over to me like, "Oh, mama, mama!" He yeah. kept talking about he'll well, And this guy goes into and I'll have, I will say it. If my kid acts out, I'll give him a little pat on the booty. I have no problem doing it. But that's sometimes I do it, too. and he looks at me and he says, "Mommy, we don't hit." And I'm like, "Damn it! How do I?" Yes, that's correct. But I just did it. So. <laughs> and we do that out of and and first of all, that is a, a conversation that needs to be normalized because uh -oh. what's up? Do you think kids should get kicked out of daycare for biting? Don't you have a policy about biting? If it like That's a great question. I also want to get to the isn't point. Isn't it three of like, strikes you're out? Well, so let me explain that. <laughs> That's so funny. I love this because she just put me on the spot. I so, do because he has a rule. Um, well, what I will say is that rule is for extreme uh, circumstances, which we also say because I'm I'm enjoying a nice bottle of wine. Um left me out. I'm so sorry. It's okay. But uh, what I would say is is to kind of go back to, let's talk about spanking first, just a little bit, because it's a very controversial subject. Mm -hmm. um, you know, that is very much old school oh, in yeah. the sense of uh, it is. I mean, honestly, I, I don't fault families because that's how we were all raised. I mean, my mom used to open a drawer and my there was a My mom bought a wooden spoon. Yeah. Dude. You know that and I would chase her around the island like, oh, you ain't going to get me. You ain't going to get me. But let me tell you, though, the reason. No, no, no. The reason why she's running around the island is because you got it once. And oh. you knew what it was. You knew what was up. Yeah, I wasn't getting it again. There you go. So everybody gets it once. But try, like, I, I just don't think he does anything. Yeah. Well, there are times where, you know, I'll give him a little pat. And, like, I think I'm, and he turns around and he laughs at me. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah, so, yeah, and, and that happens just, again, like, parents, take a breath. If you're not, I mean, if you're tapping him on the butt, um, you know, it is teaching kiddos that you should respond with hitting. hitting. And ultimately, we all know that that's that probably actually. not the best choice. Mm -hmm. But what I would say is, is have grace for yourself because parenting, you're in it for the long haul. And I tell you, as a dad of now a 12-year-old and a 15-year-old stepdaughter, and like, it's long haul and it gets super different. So it's like... You have all these set of problems here. So what you're saying gets worse. And then you, it's different. <laughs> I say different. But it is different. It yeah, is. See. No, it just gets worse. It is a different issue. We're only three years in. Well, and I've even noticed, too, there was one time where Quinn acted out a little bit, and Trey gave her a spank, and I was like, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, but see, that's the result. from me. But ultimately, that's the result. No. What I would say is, is, 
shit. Behavior in general, guys, behavior in general is consistency. And you and your partner have to connect and say, we're in this. Like, if you have behavior problems at home that you're seeing every day, you decide what's okay and what's not okay in your home. You decide what the consequence is for a child doing X, Y, or Z, Mm -hmm. and you both do it every time. The biggest, and again, I can empathize with this, the biggest mistake families make is giving leeway Mm -hmm. on some really hard boundaries. Like, we don't want our kids to hit. Well, also, sometimes you, know? you, you spend 30 minutes fighting with them for something that they want, and you're like, you're not having it, you're not having it, and you're going to go freaking crazy. So you're like, screw it, take it. I don't want just have it. Just stop. Stop yeah. talking. Mm-hmm. I, I'm the person who doesn't give in. You're just the hard. Yeah. The, I the really wall. am. I am. I am the wall. You know what? And I, and I don't know. Well, well, first of all, I don't, I don't speak because I feel like it doesn't do anything. I feel like they're not going to remember that at and I just don't think he does anything. Well, and like, I would say you're Hunter. And again, like everybody has their opinion. Spare the rod, spoil the child. I disagree. Um, what does I, that mean? Spare the rod, meaning don't spake your kid and you're spoiling your child by doing so. It's a, it's a Bible verse. So okay. um, what I would say there is, is spare the rod and teach your child how to be a good human. And, and really, you know, there's a fine line, right? Because I just had a conversation last night with my kiddos because uh, we were talking about bullying and we were talking about how that shows up in schools. I have kids in middle school. I have kids in high school, how that shows up. And I come from the school of like, if someone messes with you, you have to protect yourself. You know, that's oh, how I was taught. Don't do that. I've got, what'd you say? He's like, punch him back. Right. Well, <laughs> and, and, but that's what we talked about. And I yeah. said, I said, honestly, and, and parents, you know, again, think what you, I, I have my own perspective as well too. But what I would say is, mm-hmm. is if your child is in a, is in high school. And I told my kids last night, I was like, if you feel in danger mm-hmm. in any situation, respond. And, and don't just stand down because you don't know what's going to happen in that situation. Right. So, you and know, bullying is so scary and so different. For yeah. And I feel like there's social so media and I mean, it's a whole nother. It's up here. You know what I mean? It starts up here. There was some report in Loudoun County about where, where we live about uh, at Independence High School where my kids go. Uh, there was a big fight in the bathroom. And that's what started the conversation was there was a huge fight. Somebody got sent to the hospital. Some kid got you know, slammed into the ground or whatever. It's awful. But the reality is there was a bunch mm-hmm. of kids standing around filming it and not doing anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's the day and age we are. And that's sad. And that's scary. Yeah. Because you also have grown adults doing it. Right. And, yeah. and for me, like I come from the old and school of like, if you see somebody in you trouble, you in. help. Yeah. You absolutely help. You know what I mean? Well, and I think you do that just comes can. down to raising kind humans. Yeah. And, Having those, having those open conversations. With I mean, kids, talking about. What's it. crazy? At the same time, I feel like this day and age, you almost need to record certain things so you have proof of what happened. But like somebody, you don't need seventeen people recording, right? You know it is. You know what I mean, though. It's it's just like, and also, I don't know. That's I'm not even okay. ready to even like get to that conversation about bullying because I feel like yeah. I'm going to have such a hard time with that. And I, and I know, like, and Carl's been through so much more than I could ever imagine and I've been bullied, but, like, the level that he's been dealt with, like, I just, I can't imagine that. So it's just, like, I'm just not, I'm not ready for that. You know what I mean? Because at the same time, I feel like Everyone's kid at some point is an asshole to somebody else. Mm-hmm. And I don't care what anyone says because I've been an a-hole to somebody else. And I'm like, now I look bad at like as a 36-year-old woman. And I'm like, what was I doing? Like, why did I even do that? Like, that's so stupid. Or like, you know what I mean? But like, literally, I feel like parents have so much on their back of being like, if I do X, Y, and Z, then my kid will 100% be a good human. It's like, you can only do so much. And at the same time, your kid needs to make their own decisions and actually, like, choose to be a good human. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Or oh, that's when the case, then you whoop their ass. Break out my one spoon. Like, I, 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 I
you know, the whole bullying thing, because I even look back now to my high school days and the people that obviously to me used to be bullies are obviously no longer bullies. They're right. grown adults who I've had several conversations with. Oh, the <laughs> best, the best. But at the time, they literally, like, like the one guy, like, literally ruined, like, so many years of, like, grade school and high school for me. And then in college, asked me on a date. And I'm like, mm. are you kidding me? Well, that's even like, too, like, like, with women, there's, there's girls from high school that I, I mean, bad. And, you know, we talk on social media now. They reach out. Your family's so cute. That's, and it's that's like, what I'm saying. Like, your kid at some point will be a jerk. You, yeah. need, you need to have open conversations with them about, like, I mean, love you too. Like, I love you both. You guys are both a great moms. Like, what? Why you like? What are they? Why are you being this way? Like, what is going on? Because for me, I felt like I was just like trying to get back at them and flash to their home life yeah. where yeah. dad is abusive, mom's an alcoholic. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, you don't know where a lot of these folks come from. What I will say though, still to this day, full honesty, full disclosure. Uh, you know, I. You look and you kind of secretly in on Facebook, you watch one of these like bullies in high school that treated people like shit. You watch karma play out in their life, you know. And, well, I definitely and, believe in karma. Yeah, and and you watch that, and there's something in you that's like, oh, the world but, was but still. I also laugh. Laugh. I get back and laugh. Was it? Yeah, yeah. Gotta check myself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> even in those situations where you have bullies reaching out to you on social media. I'm still, I'm, I'm sure the mindset hurt is people hurt people. be the bigger person. Yeah, of course. Engage in kindness. Like I see it um, with, with Tani's account a lot too is, and I do it a lot as well where, and it's the best thing. And I recommend this to teach to kids as well, which is, you know, if you respond to somebody that is super negative towards you or coming down on you with kindness and like a respectable, honest, like it answer to them. them, it puts a mirror in their face. Mm-hmm. And they have to look at how they showed up when, you know. And it hasn't stopped them from me. <laughs> well, but I have seen you say, like. I've seen your responses. I don't know if you're being that nice. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, some I mean, people come from my family, and that's a wrap. Like, yeah. Well, and that's, right. a, diff- that's, that's a, a different story. But talking about my babies. I think I was more so referencing, especially when I'll, I'll post. Uh, I'm a liberal guy. Again, I don't, you know, whatever. Do you out there? Um, but I'll post something about someone or, you know, something political or whatever. And people just rip or mo- mainly for me, it's social issues. Like I'm a business owner there. Of course, there's things about our government that drive me absolutely crazy. But more so on the moral side of things, I'll put up certain, you know, views and people will just rip me apart well i mean not to get in the whole political thing but i think that's also a problem on no matter what side you're on yeah it's because like i do have a best friend i don't know if she's watching this but like we're pretty aligned on some issues and then completely different on some issues but like we have had the best conversations with each other like those that's like like a great relationship from each other of course they've been the best but but strangers don't do that for each other. Mm-hmm. And I've been guilty of it. I, I'm not going to say, I'm like, oh, I never argue with somebody on the internet. <laughs> you know, because we're all guilty of it. And that's the whole thing about, like, the whole bully thing. It's like, and I also do think that you can be, quote, unquote, the best parent you think you can be. Mm-hmm. Your kids are going to make the same decision or whatever decision They're they make. They're still going to make mistakes. They are. And, and it's like. I'm not ready for that like whole discussion of bullying because I, I don't know how like I'm gonna like approach it like I, I feel like one day at a time one situation at a time because every situation is different and also um, I just lost my train of thought. No, I mean I I think when it comes to bullying in general, um, one at an early age because parents are so afraid of it, it's front face like I hear that stuff all the time when a parent will say. You know, I think my kids being bullied in class and, and, and I really, because I've done this so long, feel comfortable mm-hmm. in saying like the, the other child has zero ability to, to be intentional. Mm-hmm. So they have no ability to be like, I'm going to purposely bully. That's a very refined What, what, what age are you talking about though? Cause I'm I- talking anywhere up till about seven, Like you're not going to get a kiddo. Like if a kiddo is going after other kiddos it's it's way more about cause and effect it's way more Attention about driven, is everybody else goes what are you doing and all that hoopla they revel in 
And again, that could be a response or a symptom of yeah. Not being I think you meant like older kids. I'm like, no, older kids definitely know what they're doing. Yeah, older kids, it speaks from a place of sadness in their own life, and that's. Oh, that's what I was going to say is about no matter what you do, like your kids are going to make their own decisions. Like I am definitely more aware of like, just in general, like what I clean my house with, like on day to day, or like I try to, you know, feed my kids like healthy things, but like, you don't think they're going to be drinking jungle juice out of a cooler in the middle of a parking garage, like when they're 21, like. I hope they are. How sanitary is that? You know what I mean? So, like, to make a joke out of it, like, I do my best, and that's, I feel like, if one thing that I want everyone to take away from is, like, these conversations is, like, you do your best. You love your babies. You teach them to be a good human no matter what you do. Just, like, that's what matters is, like, you love your babies you feed your babies and you give them a safe environment. And and you don't. And that's all that matters. And you, nothing and you're, else. And you're not well. I would say you're not an asshole to others because if you're an well, asshole yeah, you're to a others, human, that's what I said. Well, okay, you're, good. Yeah, yeah, you're a good yeah. human. Because that's super important to show children you being a good human in life, in yeah. their everyday life. And we talked about that last time. Like you have to apologize. Also, like if you make a mistake. And I was even thinking too. Is like it's so important. And again, take this away from you parents out there, but like, it's so important to, you know, you, I'm sure you do this as well too, where you'll give Starbucks coffees away or you'll do something kind for somebody else randomly. It's so important for your kids. That's my love language. Yeah. It's so important. You are the best gift giver. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I love I'm terrible. <laughs> I, I Some people are great. Some people, I'm actually, uh, Kristen will even say, like, um, I'm, I'm good at gift giving. Um, and she will be very honest with saying, it's weird how, like, couples work like that. There's uh-huh. always one that's, like, solid at it uh-huh. and thoughtful uh-huh. or whatever. And then there's a person like, that's, like, the night before, like, well, I got you. I didn't know the best, the best. I washed your shoes and I wrapped them. No, exactly. The best, though, is, like, I bought it, honey, and you print out, like, the purchase or, like, the picture of the thing. Oh, because it hasn't came yet? Yeah, exactly. Like, night or, exactly, exactly. <laughs> like, or you have it, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> But that's the best. It's like, hey, yeah. I got this for you. Like, I would be so pissed. Yeah, like that happens all the time. That happens all the time. I hate that. All right, like let's that. revert to a new question. Okay. What are our thoughts about kids and screen time? Ooh, I have a lot of thoughts about this, to be honest with you. I think, well, let's pick an age, and then how are we talking? Yeah, so anything before two, you're actually um, – the brain there's some some detriment to the brain meaning and it's not significant it's not crazy it's not like all the fear factor i haven't ruined quinn yet you haven't ruined quinn <laughs> because parents, mag watches her little her little ipad on the thing when she take her to school i was gonna say parents out there don't stress the damage isn't i mean yes true that it does impede certain you know connections of the brain being made it it it, it it delays certain things in some sense, but it's not, and I know those words sound scary, but it's not as bad as you think. What I would say it's is... It's not as bad as a tequila they're going to be chugging 20 years? Okay. <laughs> and that's actually a really good point, dude. That's actually a really good point. I mean, is Put it all in perspective, folks. Like The kids can mess themselves up more than we can. Um, and what I would say is... I'm getting a snap. A hundred, <laughs> I love it. A hundred percent... Everyone had their kids in front of screens way more because of the pandemic. Mm-hmm. That happened. And yeah, that, that's that's some crazy and stuff. And you have to let it go, guys. You have to let it go. What I would say is screen time after two, uh, I would I anything in moderation is okay. Right. And I will say that. So have time that's dedicated for your younger children throughout the day where they do have screen time. So because the mindset of Technology boo, screen time boo, all of that. They need it. You're they not need living in. It, right? Well, more exactly. They're not living in the. You're not living in the real world. The real world. Our kids. I was telling a parent on a tour of this. Our oh kids <laughs> will literally have contacts that are their phones. They'll put fo- contacts in their eyes and be able to like. So if you think that it's going away, it's not going away. No, it's, it's getting not. way more refined and and um what i would say as well is that we already are 
in some senses, I don't want to get dorky, but like cyborgs, we already have this attached to us. The only next step is that it's in our brain and we have this assistant to help us with anything. It, it knows every bit of information the world's ever discovered ever is right here at your fingertips. So not allowing your kids to access that because everything is different post these. Everything is different post the internet because now when I was growing up, if you didn't know, you just didn't know. Right. <laughs> now, if you don't know, you can be like, oh, Period. Now. That's exactly right. It's and, like we're in the car today. Who asked me something? I think Danielle asked me a question. And I was like, I don't know. She goes, what? She's like, no, I should have done that. She's like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. answer. Yeah. Well, I know when, I, when Zach and I toured your school, um, that was one of our questions. Do you guys do any screen times? Because I saw the TVs in the classroom. And they're in a in-home daycare now. And I know there's always... A situation where she might need the TV for a couple minutes, so I'm not faulting her for that, but they would come home asking for these shows on Netflix. I'm like, how do you know? I don't, I've never played this show for you. How do you know what this show is? They're like, they're like Minky Bum Bum or whatever. You're like, what is that? Yeah. Some Russian, like, weird show, which are all over Netflix, by the way. Right. Anyway. But yeah, so I just, that, that was one of my questions for you when, when we toured was, you know, how do you guys use screen time? Is it educational? Are you just popping on a Netflix show and... Yeah. Hey, no. teacher needs a 30 minute break to eat lunch. Let's put on some just in time on Netflix and see what happens. Yeah, no, uh, we use, and I would suggest this too, especially at the younger ages is like, these are great tools. They can be great tools. You can have like one of the things I, I can't pull it up cause we have Instagram on, but <laughs> one of the things I did with uh, the class here at Ohana is, um, we were doing the continents. So, uh, the primary school, three to five year olds, mixed age classrooms, um, we're talking about our our Earth and then our continents, and and I wanted to show them what the Earth looked like from space. Mm-hmm. What really, because they see maps and they think the right. world is flat, yeah, and that's right. a whole other thing. Because um, <laughs> it's not, yeah, we're not, yeah, we're not going there. That's a whole other TikTok feed you want you don't want to get into. But um, to show them what the Earth looks like, I was using Google Earth, yeah. and Google Earth is a super powerful tool because I can show them literally by zooming out. Here's our Earth. Boom, boom, boom. Here's our continent, North America. Zoom, 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 zoom. Here's Virginia. Zoom, 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 zoom. Here's our uh, our town, Brambleton. Zoom, zoom, zoom. And there's our house. Mm-hmm. And here's our school. So having that ability that we never had, like I had Encyclopedia Britannica, and uh, it was not. It was like. Shut up. Did you just say that? Yeah, I did. And I Remember the whole. Yes. When I got, when I got that, I was like. You were like. Monkey. I know all the Copy. We got a copy for. Like, I asked my mom the other day. I, I don't know, I don't know if my grandparents shipped in. Yeah. Recipes, grandma and grandpa. But like, I don't. That was a big deal. Yeah, it was a huge deal if you were the family that had the encyclopedia because <laughs> you knew more than everybody else. Uh, you had Google before Google existed uh, at a very micro scale. Yeah, I think we when we toured it was Fourth of July, and you used the example you're trying to explain to three-year-olds what fireworks are. Yeah, it's just easier to show a quick video to yeah. talk about it, spark yeah. a conversation. Yeah, turn it off, and then be like, good to be like. parent that's like you do what you have to do to get by amen and i'm not going to judge you yeah and that's there's like and i'm very very like as a mom i was like oh i wouldn't do this i would never do that i would never do this and then you become a mom you're like i'm just trying to survive well that's another thing with social media people mom shame because they see what other people are doing I, i hate that shit but literally like when covid hit and you're both working from home with your children your Xavier was in front of the TV with Elmo because I was working a full-time job trying to be like, wait, is my career over? Do I still have a job? And Carl's like dealing with not able to go to the hospital, but trying to get the hospital supplies. And like, I had to, we had to take turns the baby and he watched Elmo all the time. Yeah. Mackenzie, luckily we don't have to do that now because Thank goodness the stuff has calmed down, but we did what we had to do in that time to survive. Would would I have liked him to be in front of that much screen time? No. Anytime I did not have to be working 
We took him outside. We went to the playground. We took him on, like, we took it in my neighborhood. They're all outside. That's so true, man. Like, and I love that. Like, where we moved to, like, I absolutely love that, like, so many kids are outside playing. And, like, Xavier gets screen time on the weekends. During the week, he does not get screen time. He does not play with his little Amazon tablet. But on the way to school, when we're driving 30 minutes to daycare, she has her little TV, she watches her show, and Xavier plays. But the things he's doing is, like, ABC games. It's, like, everything is learning. Colors, yeah. shapes, like... There's great stuff out there. We don't just give him crap to watch, if that makes sense. So, like, if he's going to have screen time, it's going to be educational. Yeah, I think that's uh, a good start. And and for me, like, you know, I'm very much guilty as well, too, and of trying to figure it all out and having lots of screen time. But what I would say is this, is um, if you're watching this and you're questioning is screen time, like, good or bad or whatever, you're already fundamentally steps ahead uh, in the right care. direction because you care. So exactly like let's live in the real world. We just went through one of the hardest things that the country's and the world has ever dealt with. Yeah. And we're starting to kind of figure things out again and get back to the real world. And I think that we need to be worried about the effect of Thanks all of your that Hunter. He's over leaving. screen time. Right. Bye, Thank you for jo- joining us. But well, like, I think too, get creative. Like, so Trey was homesick um, this week for three days and you know, three days with a sick kid all day long. You're like, holy, what am I going to do with you all day? So we brought out diagrams <laughs> like Scrabble. And I was like, let's find the ABCs. That. Let's like, let's write Trey. What letters do you find? Right. Like, get creative with them. So you don't have to sit in front of the TV. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff you can do. And honestly, I've reconnected <laughs> with, <laughs> with play. And in fact, I was talking to my 12 year old the other day about this. And she, we went to this brand new playground and if you live in Loudoun County and have not been to I saw like whatever, nine people post about that playground oh my god first of all this playground is and I will say it to the day I die one of the greatest things I've ever seen for kids and when we both went there and I brought my oldest there my oldest I just still, want to go by myself yeah my oldest still has that inner child there's people that lose that inner child right and my oldest has that inner child and she looked at it, and I remember seeing her, because I brought my youngest Fallon as well, too. And I remember looking at my oldest, and her eyes were like this, but I could also sense. It was like sense, Christmas morning. Exactly. I could also sense, like, like she felt judged. Like, she was worried about tapping into mm-hmm. that inner child. And we talked about it later. I was like, hey, were you kind of struggling with, like, getting out there and playing? She's like, yeah, Dad, that's weird that you noticed that. I'm like, well, I'm your dad. But, <laughs> but also, like, yeah. you know, like... Don't ever lose that. The the ability to play and honestly with your kids, the ability to I sit down it. and goof off and get silly and yeah, I mean these are your kids. These are the people you can do that with. And watching that, like like watching my husband get to that goofy level with our children is the most attractive thing to me. Like Oh my God, it's called Hal, it's called Hanson, something Hanson Regional Park. It's in Brambleton. It's in Brambleton. It's a Loudoun County public park. It's open till 7.30 every night. And, and they should pay me for this, by the way. But it's got three <laughs> separate playgrounds. Yeah, right. It's got three separate playgrounds. They're all huge. They're all nature-based. So they're like, there's slides built into hills. They're really cool. It's all turf. They like, it's all super stuff. cool. Um, it's got a skate park, which goes to my oh, inner I, heart. Yeah, I used to skate back as a um, And it's got, uh, and it's in my backyard. It's literally three minutes away. I okay, don't let's go to it anymore. All right. Well, it's it kind of in your but, backyard. Oh, is that not a good idea in this in this field? This no. area? I don't. Um, you know what? Come for me, guys. Every day, every day you post a reel. I'm at, 
Okay, I'm okay, but I understand in your in your sense and your sense, it's a different audience. Let's say. I just forget we were talking about. You were gonna say something about a slide at Sacred Spring. Oh yeah, so like I love to get down and play with my children. I am like, oh, I saw you go down the slide, full clothes and all, in the water. <laughs> so his birthday party, we have a blow up bounce house water slide. Like we bought one, and it's the best purchase. And it was his birthday party, and he goes, Mama, Mama, come down and slide. And I'm literally in. <laughs> She already got that boomerang ready because she's ready. I'm about the boomerang nest and I'm <laughs> down in the slide of my clothes on. Like I love it, and the the party was still going on. But like I absolutely love that because my dad used to do that with me just a little all just the little. time, and that was like the best moments of when like my parents became like a child with me. Well, I think those are the things like they will remember that they will remember those memories. I love it. I yeah. have no problem in front of anyone doing anything with my kids. Like, I will act like the stupidest person act full. just to make my kids happy. But like, I don't care. I, you know, the, the conversation I had with my oldest when we were at the park, we were talking about all this, and, and I, said to, I said to her, I said, listen, you only get one shot at this. You get one shot at life. That's what we know for all we know. Right. And, you know, why? Because... If you're worried about like playing at 12 years old, you're worried about what other people think about you. Mm -hmm. And we talked about that this last time. That makes me sad that it's already starting at 12 years old. Oh, for sure. For sure. I read something that like as young as what, five or six, like girls will start having body images. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, Sophia, honestly. I'm not ready for any of this Sophia right now. started talking to me about, you know, oh, um, being buff and stuff like that, like really? at like eight, nine years old. Oh, yeah. Wow. So she was kind of cognizant of it. And that, you know, again, that's something it's hard to relate to me about, like, because that's very female driven in a lot of ways. Like, I always feel like guys tend to be a little rough and tough, but women are like smart and manipulative and emotional <laughs> and, well, and I think too, that's get you. Like, how, like, it's also with the parenting. Like, mm -hmm. I think it's really important for women and men, but women, moms, to let their children see them work out, have a healthy lifestyle. Don't speak negatively about yourself. Take care of yourself. But I also think it's important that girls also see you love yourself, even if you're feeling insecure about yourself. But don't speak negatively about yourself. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. but, like, you have to, like, love yourself in every stage of life, which it's hard for anyone to do. But, like, the moment you start talking negatively about your body in front of your children, they'll start looking at their body. And that's, that's I would, like, that's so. So let me ask you this on a parenting uh, side, of, or more so. Amen, Valerie said. Amen, sister. On a relationship side of things. So when a woman, a wife, a partner, whatever, says, I feel X, I feel fat, I feel this, I feel that, what's the appropriate response? No, you don't. Is that <laughs> is that it? Because that's how I go at it. I'm like, honey, come on. And and I'm I mean, speaking the truth. I'm like, honey, come on. This is such a hard topic. It it's really hard because is. I've always had body image issues my whole entire life. See, so I, I can so like I can give one example of where Zach gave a response that I didn't like, but I understand where his response came from. Good, Zach. So, I was like, yeah, yeah, watch this. <laughs> Like a fire in your house. Um, so we were on vacation, and when you're on vacation, you eat out. You, you know, you, you get feeling gross. You're five days of eating out is like yeah, physically yeah. make you look different, but you'll feel different. And I remember one time I was like, "Oh, like I, I feel gross," and he said, "Well, when we get back, like we'll get back to it." And I took it as like he was agreeing with me, and I was like, "Yo, hold up!" Oh no, he, oh, he was he's like, yeah, like he is most like strict person with his health and working out and if you know my husband he's all but he like that was his way of being supportive but I took it as like oh you think I look no you definitely didn't mean it that way so it's it's tough for the guys I feel like it's just you know, no matter what the hell yeah, you wrong. say you're wrong yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. if you're right you're right. still wrong honey no you're not you're not being empathetic you no. asshole I'm yeah. sorry why are you lying to me Don't touch me. Hugger one space. Yeah. 
I get real specific now. I'm like, okay, we've been here. <laughs> you said that. I've done this before. Not I'd be like, why are you bringing it up all the time? That's what I would say. Live in the moment. <laughs> what are you, why are you living like, in the past? I shit to yell at you for. Oh, my goodness. All right. Well, I would have to say we're getting towards the end of the show. Is there any uh, last-minute questions you any guys have questions? that we want to answer? Um, we're definitely... I what think I, we should go live on TikTok next just for like 15 minutes. Oh, that would be awesome. Why not, you know? Any other questions? I do have to get going soon, though. No. Uh, I know. I know. I got five kids, man. <laughs> I got to put some I got to see if someone needs my I things. think next time I'm going to do with five <laughs> And that could be two people, really. <laughs> That's funny. Okay, bye, guys. Bye, guys. Bye. Um, do we want to go live on TikTok real quick? I don't want to share like it, but how can I save it? What's that? We're still live here. Yeah, we're still live here. All right, guys, we're going to end this on Facebook. We're going live on TikTok. We will see you all. Catch us on TikTok for a little bit, um, but we will see you all next episode. Remember that we're a podcast. Uh, catch us there on Apple uh, Podcasts and Spotify. This episode will drop hopefully by tomorrow. I just need some time to edit it. If not tomorrow, definitely over the weekend. Check it out there. Um, another great episode. Yeah. Silly. Pop, pop the wine with us next week. Pop the Thank wine. <laughs> yeah. Send us recommendations and we'll see everybody soon. Bye. Bye.